Pastor Anton here. Why do we celebrate Jesus at Christmas? Is Jesus still our mighty God? Are miracles and healings happening today? Is Jesus our chief shepherd? We'll answer those questions and so much more. Let's go. You're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Man, I'm excited for the season that we're in right now. Jesus is the reason for the season. I'm excited because we're always going to be talking about Jesus in this Christmas season. And but you know what? We we need to be talking about Jesus every single day. Why? Because we're going to keep Jesus centered in our lives with the goal in mind to hear God's voice, move in his direction and eventually help others do the same. So again, we're headed into this next major holiday, Christmas, and I love Christmas. I believe there's something special about Christmas. I think people are are are, are more nice during the Christmas season. They're more forgiving, more giving, and it's very festive with the lights, the trees, friends, and family gatherings. I mean, I know our household is busy these days because of Christmas, but it's all good. Most of all, the reason, the reason I love Christmas is that we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Although parts of the world try to deny the reason for the season to celebrate Jesus, there is no denying that Christmas, biblically, is all about the birth of Jesus Christ. It changed everything. Listen, the start and the end of any relationship changes dyna- the, the dynamics of how we view life, right? The same with the birth and death of loved ones. Life seems to go in a different direction, good or bad, whenever these things happen. See, recently for me, when my dad went to be with Jesus, I felt my earthly covering was lost. It, it, it was really hard to, it's really hard to explain. Even though I know my heavenly father covers me, there's a little bit of me that has lost. And at times, that changes how I want to lead the rest of my life. So the birth of something changes the dynamic of everything. That's what the birth of Jesus did for us. It changed everything naturally as well as spiritually. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. I love that. Love that last part. So the government will be upon his shoulders. So that really tells me that Jesus is in command. He's our wonderful counselor. He's covering us with his wisdom and direction. He's a mighty God. Miracles and healings would occur when he was here on planet Earth, but they still occur today. Everlasting Father. He's our chief shepherd. 
Prince of Peace. Peace like there's never been before. All this was prophesied before the birth of Jesus, and it all came to pass. So last time we started to break down Isaiah 9-6 and began to look at what we, we get to celebrate this Christmas season, the gifts that Jesus gave us. And the biggest gift we talked about last time was the government will, be on, will, will still be on his shoulders. His government rules over anything in the heavens, the earth, and below the earth. Now, we prove this by, according to Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. Therefore, it says there, God elevated him to a place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Folks, one day, every knee is going to bow and profess Jesus Christ as Lord whether you believe in him or not but that's what mankind is going to do at the end of times so it sounds clear to me that Jesus's government is in total command yeah but Pastor Anton that's true why are we experiencing this heartache with our world leaders today and let me remind you Jesus can only rule when someone humbles themselves and submits to his ways and his ways are not hard why because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 through 30 he said come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest in other words he said I'm going to rest you if you come to me I'm going to I'm going to give you the rest that you need he said in verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for your whole being. Then he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So listen, if Jesus said it this is way, then it's not hard to submit to Jesus and his kingdom, his government. Jesus is also our wonderful counselor. What does that mean to us? Jesus gives the best advice. And I love what Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. We got to trust, folks. We really need to trust in Jesus. And not trust in our own understanding. Yes, I want uh, to acquire information, uh, knowledge, education. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to trust in the Lord and gain his understanding, his knowledge. And he would then direct my paths. And he's going to do the same for you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And that only comes, folks, by having our minds being consumed with God's word. When we're doing, when we're doing this, we're being, we're not being conformed to this world, but we're being transformed into the, the kingdom of God. Now, this is a good start. But what are some of the other things the birth of Jesus? that has given us this Christmas season. Well, Jesus would be, according to Isaiah 9, 6, 
the mighty God, who would not only lead in compassion, but he backed everything up by giving people healing in their bodies and miracles in their situations. I mean, right off the bat, when Jesus was anointed by God through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is turning water into wine in mere seconds. That's a great miracle. How about Jesus healing Peter's mother-in-law of a back issue that she had for years? Jesus heals the leopard. Jesus feeds the 10,000. And in a second time, he feeds another 15,000 on, on, on another occasion. How about this one? Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. There are just a few things here that we just mentioned, but Jesus is a mighty God. Most of all, Jesus showed mankind through his words that he was the truth, the way, and the life, and that no one would come to the Father except through him. Let me just say that again because this is so this should be the center of what we, what we believe. Jesus showed mankind through his words that he was the truth, the way, and the life, and no one would come to the Father except through him. He wasn't a pushy person. He gave his grace and truth and gave mankind the choice to decide. It was either going to be Jesus' way or their own way. But at least he gave them words of truth and life that could give them the decisions to make. And that, that still is for us today. He is still the truth, the way, and the life. Let's follow his way. What really is exciting, and the reason why I love to celebrate Christmas, is that really nothing has changed because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because of the finished work of the cross, these same healing and miracles are happening today. Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, to his disciples now, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Now, we know this is true because to... According to Acts chapter 2, the disciples in the upper room were filled with the Holy Spirit. Signs and wonders were being demonstrated, just like Jesus said they would. And right after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Peter and John at the gate beautiful said to the crippled man who was begging for money in Acts chapter 3, verse 6. And many of you know the scripture. He said, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And then verse 7 says, taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Miracles. Miracles happening because of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it wasn't just Peter and John doing these miracles and healings. Throughout the book of Acts, and all of Paul's letters in the church, miracles and healings were very common. Why? Why? Because it was said in the Bible, the same power that raised Christ from the dead 
was now abiding in these disciples. And guess what? Anyone who believes in Jesus becomes a disciple. That means the same power that was working in the early church disciples is still working through us. This is the reason I love to celebrate Christmas. Yeah, Pastor Anton, I don't hear this happening in the world today. Who says? And my answer for you is who's, who says it's not happening in the world today? I would ask the question, are people still getting saved these days? Are, they, are people receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior? Of course they are. And if that's the case, then the same power that raised Christ from the dead, that was active in salvation, is still doing miracles today. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, when we read this, we think about salvation. Yes, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus, but Jesus continues to transform us and make us new creatures because he always gives us new things. So new things are still happening today in a greater capacity. And again, just because we don't hear and see this, this happening today doesn't mean it's not happening at all. It's happening because some of us have witnessed personally or with other people miracles and healing breakthroughs. Jesus is awesome, folks. He is our mighty God. But Jesus is also our everlasting Father. In the Hebrew language, the word everlasting speaks for itself, right? The word Father, though, means of God as Father of his people. Now, this makes total sense because, remember, this is Isaiah speaking in the Old Testament, right? So, because Jesus became... Because in time, Jesus became the father figure to the people of Israel. It also means, which I think applies for us today, of benevolence and protection. Let me say that again. Everlasting father means of benevolence and protection. Jesus was benevolent in coming to us to save us from our sins. But he also came to protect us from the enemy right now. In other words, Jesus became for us our chief shepherd. Jesus said in, Je in Matthew chapter 23, verse 37, O Jerusalem, and now, the, now I just want you to hear the heart of Jesus here. O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I want to gather your children together as a hen gather her chicks under her wings but you were not willing now of course there were some people when jesus walked the earth that were willing to follow him but he was talking to the masses he was talking to those unbelievers but can you hear the heart of jesus who wanted to become israel's chief shepherd nevertheless jesus did become that chief shepherd of the world when he went to the cross but what does a chief shepherd do? All right, well, let's look at Psalm 23, verses 1 and 2. 
This is a Psalm of David. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right off the bat, he's saying, he's my leader. He's my chief shepherd. I'm, I, I have everything that I need because he's going to supply it for me. And then he says this here in verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. In other words, it goes back to what Jesus said when I, when I mentioned that he's going to rest us. He's going to cause us to be in green pastures, still waters. And I don't know about you, but when you're in that environment, there's a peace, there's a, there's a covering, there's a protection that you feel that comes to you because, because you're, not, you're away from all the chaos of what's happening in your life. Well, that's what Jesus did for us. He makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us in that place. He leads us beside still waters. And then you see Psalm 91, verses 1 through 4. He who dwells in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence, he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. See, as our chief shepherd, he's going to constantly protect us. Even when Jesus was arrested for no cause, his disciples scattered because of the fear of what would happen to them. But Jesus continues to console them, even in this, in this place that he, when he was arrested. Remember what happened to Peter. It was prophesied that Peter would deny Jesus three times. But notice what the chief shepherd said to Peter when he denied Jesus three times in Luke chapter 22, verse 61. It says there, at the moment the Lord turned and looked at Peter, Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me. You will deny three times that you even know me. Now, you look at the scripture. It wasn't like Jesus was looking at Peter saying, I told you that you would deny me three times. No, it was the chief shepherd who had compassion for Peter looking at Peter with benevolence and protection saying you may have denied me three times but I still love you you're one of my sheep maybe you've messed up recently but don't let the enemy rob you of the reality of Jesus being our everlasting father our chief shepherd Thank God for his grace and forgiveness. Let's just, not, let's just move on knowing that Jesus today is our chief shepherd. You know, as a father of three kids, I would do anything to protect and encourage them, encourage our kids um, to my, the best of my ability. How much more would Jesus do the same this Christmas season in any season if we would just allow ourselves to be led by the chief shepherd 
love what, Bi- what the Bible says in John chapter 10, verses 27 through 28. He said, my sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. Folks, as we see Jesus as our chief shepherd, we're going to hear his voice because we have eternal life. We're going to be with him forever. No one can take that away from us. No enemy, no person. And he's given us the opportunity so that we can hear the chief shepherd's voice. Let's do it. This Christmas season, let's hear his voice. Let's take, take some time to hear his voice. What does that mean? That means praying. That means celebrating Jesus. That means reading the Bible and really understanding what Jesus did for us. But what's the most important gift that came because of the birth of Christ this Christmas season? Hey everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you. He's for you, and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.